Today is episode 42 of Reflections. I hope you enjoy this one. I talk about gamification, my internal motivation, getting my first client, and of course, a bunch more. As always, I think this is a good episode, and I hope you enjoy this. This is the Josh Moxie Journey. What is good, ladies and gentlemen? Today is Reflections 42. I love when I start without actually paying attention and I just straight fucking go. It is 3.18 p.m. on... I said that so weird. It is 3.18 p.m. on April 28th, 2019. Today is Reflections 42, as I said. And uh, Reflections is a weekly episode where I... On my Sundays, I like to get on camera and share the highlights of my week, what I learned where I grew, challenges I faced, what worked, what didn't, sessions, what's been on my mind, and I think I'm missing another one, but those type of topics. And in the process, I aim to timestamp my week in a given point in history, as well as try to bring you guys actionable tips, tricks, mindsets, um, and things you can apply in your own life and in your own mind and all that jazz. Anyways, without further ado, let us get into today's episode. What's been on my mind? Festivals. So we're in festival season at this point since Ultra has passed. Um, and we've got Ever After in 40 days as of right now. We've got Eosonic in I think uh, 100 days. Lost Lands lineup dropped this week. Uh, Base Cannon I think dropped last week. And those are the two biggest dubstep festivals in the world. I would put Ever After as third. And I'm grateful for that because it's in our backyard. But uh Anyways, Lost Lands, I'm actually considering figuring out a way to go because I know how much it fucking motivates me. Raves just motivate me irrationally. And whether than instead of just fighting it, I might as well just use it to my benefit. And I'll just like use it as fuel and, and a, a thing to help me progress rather than trying to suppress that type of drive. And even if I don't go, I'm fine. I'll fucking watch the live stream. It's not that big of a deal to me, but uh, it'd be really cool if I went and would like to make that happen. And it's also just a, it's just a massive financial motivator in case that wasn't clear to just make a shit ton of money and be able to casually just spend on lost lands because it means a ton to me. Leafs getting eliminated. That fucking hurt. That was on Tuesday. <sighs> another year, another loss. It's such a fucking, it's just heartbreaking that we could not make it past the Bruins for a yet another Game 7. Like, are you fucking kidding me? That's three Game 7s in a row. We have yet to win against them. It is fucking so far. And I mean, like, in the modern era, if, era, if, if that wasn't clear. It's annoying, but I uh, hope they channel it. hope they make the correct changes. I'm down for a coaching change as well as getting rid of someone like Gardner. It's not all of their fault, by the way. That's a fucking full team effort. But uh, it just wasn't up to par. Though I did really enjoy the series overall. It was like really good hockey, but I mean, the positive is, well, for one, we, I don't have to watch it anymore and it's a shit ton of time. So that is the major positive that sticks out for me. But, um, yeah, anyways, what a crazy playoffs it has been like, everyone's getting knocked out. It's obviously, but just like the top, the top teams are all getting knocked out. It's like five out of the five out of the eight first round matchups were all upsets. That's ludicrous. That never fucking happens. What a first round though. The this is the first time this has ever happened actually that the division leaders, all four of them, got knocked out by um, the underdog. That's insane. Overall, crazy. I just can't believe that there was five upsets 
bananas, absolutely bananas. What were my favorite wins? Gamification. So this is something that's very top of mind right now. And I originally actually recorded something for all my mind, but I'm just going to throw it all in here now. Um, Charles Kundrat, he wrote the game, The Game of Work. He also wrote Scorekeeping for Success and other books. He's a fucking gangster. He's essentially the grandfather of gamification. And I know myself and that I am obsessed with being in a game and winning the game. For me, this is the greatest way to create progress, or at least this has been the best way in the past. And the current games that I'm playing for myself are not working effectively. So I have to change the rules. I have to craft a new game. I have to create new systems that allow me to win. So this week I identified key areas I need to track and then key areas I need to measure. And then I'll be probably starting on like scorecards actually starting to measure like today or tomorrow. And that's fucking crucial because I can't win a game I don't know how to win. And it doesn't motivate me at all. So having those systems in place are gonna be fucking crucial for me to win long-term. I got my first client from Moxie Energetics, so that's fucking exciting. It is uh, someone you may know. It is my former co-founder um, from, one of my former co-founders from Dfluff. It's Levi, and I'm excited to work with him. We're gonna be working on some non-real estate stuff, uh, some more business type of shit, and I'm excited because it's all very measurable and I can see the difference and I'm excited about that because that's where I care about right now is I care about finding things that I can that are measurable and that I know I can have an eff a positive influence on through energetic work. So I'm excited to see how that goes and excited to do my best to deliver results and help things go incredible. Doing truths and lies every day for 20 minutes, except for yesterday. That was a fail. But every other day, including today, oh, we'll get to that after. But uh, it's incredible. This process of is just showing me so much about myself. Especially this week, I learned that just out from writing out lies, I was like, "Damn, I I give too much power to external." Um, I don't know what the word is. We can just call it the external. I give too much power to the external. I right now in this moment, I've allowed myself to outsource love, acceptance, validation, these types of things that I'm just like, oh shit, these are supposed to be internal. I didn't realize they got out, but they did. And now it's just a matter of taking the control back and allowing myself to give myself all those things first and not seek it outside or let others control me in a certain way or what have you. Because these are things I need to come from internal or else I am becoming a needy motherfucker and I do not like that. What worked? Meeting with mom every single day. And I'm, this is obviously for Moxie Energetic stuff. And we need more progress. So hitting just like brief points every single day, even if we didn't get what we wanted to get done or needed to get done that, that in the last 24 hours, if you will, it is still super fucking helpful to just tap in and be like, fuck, I fucked up. It's just this touch point. You reset, you go back and you do more. And uh, if you are in a streak of losing, for example, with this, it's really fucking helpful because enough, I fucked up, I fucked up, I fucked up. You eventually start to change it because it really fucking sucks. So I like that way that's working. What worked well with getting Levi as a client was the way I was approaching it. Number one, I in the conversation, 
he said he had energy work done in his home. The house sold. And he was outlining like a bunch of things that happened around that. So he was basically already sold in the energy work. I'm like, okay. And I reiterated what he said to me and just like framed it in a certain way. And it was almost as if just like to reaffirm, okay, you believe that like this is a massive part of this energy work is a massive part of why the house sold, right? And then he's like, yes, of course. And then from there, I was able to show him, okay, this might work for you. It's okay if, it, if it's like, and I was very detached about that. That was another thing that really worked, I think, which was just like not caring too much if he said yes or no, just like, hey, I might have this, this could work for you. If it doesn't, that's fine. But if it does, I think it really could help. And he was like, for sure. Like he's so, he was super down. And I just think that's uh, that detached state of mind is really fucking helpful in sales and it'll be very helpful for me in my sales journey because no one wants to be forced on and like it's just such a nice nice thing this, this suggestion or this like you might want to consider versus do fucking this so anyways i liked the, the way that went down and i also enjoyed the way i approached it and just using like his own words to help sell him which was good meditation this was actually suggested by a friend, Keely Taves, and I was just like, I ended up throwing this thing on my story about how I was like, just really pissy with people. So if I happen to slice your head off, basically, don't, uh, don't take it personally, that type of shit. Anyways, that was the general vibe of the whole story, just to warn people. <laughs> but uh, she ended up messaging, she was like, oh, are you okay, type of thing. I was like, yeah, I'm good. And then she recommended meditation and I've fallen out of fucking meditation. And so it was just like a nice reminder, um, by her. And I just, I actually have got back into it since and five out of the seven days this week I did meditate and I want to keep this up because it feels so fucking nice. Some days I end up actually just sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, I don't even want to leave right now <laughs> because it's so peaceful. It's just beautiful. I love meditation. And uh, it just feels very right to do so right now. I can't believe I actually let it fall out of habit. <laughs> Anyways, shout out to Keely for the suggestion. Whoa, I legit just said exactly what I wrote in that last line without knowing so. Putting something motivational on my lock screen. So, you might be thinking, hey, you probably got like a motivational quote or like a car or um, some, some sort of image. Nope. What I have is... I have Gary, I have Gary photoshopped on, he threw this up on his Snapchat at one point. Um, it is Gary photoshopped. And if you're on the screen right now and you can see the video, you'll see what I'm talking about. But it's Gary photoshopped on some character's head. There's two dudes laughing, Gary and another guy. And the caption is something along the lines of like, when he has entrepreneur in his bio, but he hasn't sold a fucking thing. And that pisses me off because I want to be an entrepreneur so fucking bad. And I just want to make Gary look fucking silly in the long term. Like, he just will be wrong long term. I will figure out sales. I don't know how. I'm just going to. Mostly because I just want to fucking prove him wrong for this. And it's just fucking frustrating to me that I haven't sold things and yet I want to be an entrepreneur. And I have to fucking fix that side of me. And every time I see this, it leaves me fucking fired up, okay? It pisses me off in a good way. And it makes me want to act. And you can even sense right now. I'm not too happy about the image and I just want to fucking make him look silly. You're gonna look silly, Gary. You are, you're going to look silly by that. I'm gonna get good at sales. I'm gonna get really fucking good in a really good way. 
and this content will age phenomenally well because I'm gonna make you look fucking silly, Gary. Thank you in advance for the motivation. Ending conversations. So for me, I always, for some reason, seem to have this idea that I need to fight for things or argue with people or share my POVs or um, be like social, social justice warrior and all that jazz. Just not necessary, really. And I was learning that about myself this week in Truths and Lies and then later just like realizing, oh shit, I'm actually getting better at this. This is good. And uh, yeah, I just, it's okay to just not respond to people at all times. Um, it's okay to end a conversation if I sense a debate about to happen or if I know they're not going to switch sides, quote unquote, on, uh, on like just changing their their ideas or seeing where I'm coming from or whatever. It's just okay. I don't need to respond to everything. I don't need to... I don't need to partake in every conversation. If something's boring me, I can just leave, like all of these things and just giving myself permission to do so, which is really good. And also asking myself, like, if I do debate, which I mean, I found myself doing at least once this week, a big one this week um, with a friend. And it's okay to just ask myself, is this worth the debate? Is this worth the back and forth? I feel like it was worth it there to a degree, um, I'll talk about this more later in the episode, but fuck man, just like, it's not, usually it's not worth the time to go back and forth with someone. Just let someone do them and it's oh fucking K. It's oh fucking K. What didn't work and how can I improve it? Going to bed at 3am. This is annoying as fuck, which means I get up at like 11 right now. <laughs> Practically every day this week that occurred and it comes from some sort of belief or pattern or something because it was so consistent. I always found a way somehow accidentally, quote unquote, to find a way to go to bed at 3 a.m. It was so fucking ridiculous. Like whether it was somehow like Q, I was talking to Q, I was talking to Levi, I was, I would get wrapped up in work. There was just like a bunch of different things that would all um, happen on different nights and they would throw me a fucking curveball and I'd end up staying up super fucking late and it's really fucking annoying. I want to go to bed early. I miss going to bed early and waking up early. And yeah, I feel like I've just always had this pattern. It's fucking annoying. Uh, so done with it. So fucking done with it. My vision and my purpose are not clear enough right now. This is having a nice downfall effect in that when those two aren't clear, that means my plan to get there isn't clear and I need a plan uh, or I need my day-to-day -to, -day to reflect the plan which doesn't exist because my vision and purpose are not as clear as they should be. So I need to correct all three of those things in the specific order in order to have the success I need to have. And I'm just, yeah, my day-to-days are not reflecting a plan right now. They're not as structured as, as they need to be. They are not as, they're not doing a good enough job of re reverse engineering. They are too aimless in nature and not purposeful enough. I need them to get better. I really fucking do. Because I just, I require another level in my life right now. I cannot stay where I fucking am. I'm about to fucking explode. Plans are not specific enough. So this goes back to the point I just talked about around purpose and planning and all that jazz. Um, 
I need to specify more. I need to get crystal fucking clear. I also need to remind myself of all this stuff and keep it top of mind, whether I feel like it or not. I am so bad with letting plans slip. I just need to keep it in my fucking brain and make sure I'm executing on it specifically every fucking day and making sure that it's getting done and not falling to the wayside like it has in the past. Not posting enough in my feed or actually on my podcast as well. So I posted two podcasts, I think, and I posted one micro content. Granted, I did have a lot of stories as well, but I just need to be posting more micro content and more podcasts. I do have the time. I just haven't been making it. Do the fucking shit I know. The gamification will really help as well as increasing my scheduling efficiency and effectiveness. Low per day output right now. So for me, I think it's because I'm not putting enough hours in and I'm not gamifying things correctly. Um, I'm not integrating the things in my day I should be. This is another huge thing, holy fuck. I will leave it as its own point a second, but things like gamification and scheduling are the way to fix this 1000%. So related to what I just said, one of the biggest things that I'm struggling with right now is this failure to integrate systems and new things as well as things I should be doing into my day that are digital. It's very strange. I think it's because it's not top of mind, which means or it's out of sight, which means it's not top of mind, which means it's harder to do and there's more resistance. I have to suck out that resistance. But the best thing I've decided so far was to create a note of things I need to do, just go through like things like bank account, Trello, um, dream board, board of things I can do with my chief aim, gamification, tracking, calendar, fucking uh, productive, which is an app to track uh, a bunch of to-dos on a daily basis, etc. All these things. And like, it's funny because I was so obsessed for the longest time with making things digital that were physical and just making, because I don't want the clutter, but now I'm like, oh, this actually might have been the solution all along was to keep things physical because they're in my mind because I can't like, I can't just close down the app. It's just like always there type of thing. So there are positives and negatives with physical versus digital. Right now I'm experiencing the downside of it and I'm just gonna fix it because it's not too fucking complicated and I will solve this. The subliminal I'm on is influencing me to be lazy as fuck. It sucks. I have three days left that I'm off of it and I'm going to probably switch back to a chintz uh, CGT after that because that helps me so much with drive and motivation and stuff like that. Um, rip to this one. It's just, God damn, man. It's just not fun. It's great in other aspects, but it really just wants me to sloth the fuck out, which is not ideal for right now. Allowing myself to get stuck in a self-image from the past. Things like seeing myself as slow, seeing myself as not a good enough employee, seeing myself as not valuable enough, seeing myself as not good enough, seeing myself as not ready enough, seeing myself as someone who goes to bed late, someone who wakes up late, someone who underperforms, someone who uh, doesn't bring enough value, someone who is not making enough money, someone who is currently eating shit. Specifically those last two things I'll touch on by the way. Uh, these two beliefs are not helpful anymore. They were for a bit because I was just like in that eating shit phase as Gary calls it, which is to, for like a long-term gratification thing. But like it's, it's, it's funny enough has stopped me from making money. So 
I've got to change that belief and just figure out a nice way around that while still maintaining the long-term gratification because I super believe in that still. But it's not, it's not helping me. It hasn't, it hasn't served me in the way I expected it to. Excuse me. So I need to change it and modify it, come up with something new. Simple as that. And I, I have to do this through things like, of course, subliminals, uh, self-talk, changing that, same, changing the images in my mind, um, doing energy work on potential resistance on a subconscious or unconscious level, whatever you want to call that, um, doing things like acting out, affirmations, all of it. It's just all fucking important. Whatever road you need to get there through, that is fucking crucial to changing your self-image. Uh, things like truth and lies as well are incredible as well with this. Anyways, whatever you need to do to get you to that place. What were my biggest lessons? Things can always be said in less time. So just observing myself a year ago as, as compared to now, I talk so much slower and I fucking take every which way I take the scenic road, I cover five different random points and I finally eventually get to the point that I'm trying to explain. Uh, I feel like I'm a lot better at this now. I still have a ways to go, of course, and I'm aware of that. However, it's just very funny and it also gets me excited to, I'm very appreciative of my progress in a, in a single year. I was just like listening to a podcast from exactly a year ago the other day on, I think it was the 24th or whatever, and it was document versus create. That's the one I'm referring to specifically. I just feel like I'm so much faster at talking now. That video probably would have been eight minutes normally um, in today's present time versus I think it was like 24 minutes or whatever. Um, so I'm pleased at my progress of that. And it just showed me like, wow, things can always be said in less time. And even now, I will figure out ways to make it even shorter and condense it even further because I still have a long ways to go. Ask more questions, make less statements. So as much as I would like to think I know a lot about every situation, I don't. And in conversation, it can be much more useful if I just ask people, yo, what do you mean by this? Or can you elaborate on that more? Um, what does this point mean? Um, were you thinking this or were you thinking that? And from there, then I can make statements when I more clearly understand where that person's coming from, what that person's specifically talking about. Because for me to sit there and make statements, if I don't fully understand what's going on, is not useful in the least. So this has worked really fucking well this week. And I guess I probably should have put that in what worked. But uh, anyways, it's in lessons now, but uh, I'm, I'm just appreciating this. And also the lack of ego that goes with asking questions. I feel like a lot of people are just so used to making statements, but questions are the way. You get to learn so much more. You get to understand more perspectives. You get to, uh, you get to see things in a completely different way, um, gather more data, see different viewpoints, potentially learn huge lessons, etc. And then ultimately, you can understand the situation of the person better and be able to make better statements that fit the conversation and can bring more fucking value. Scorekeeping over measurement. Now what that means is scorekeeping you could think of as a positive way of measurement and measurement is like the negative way. I mean, these are kind of just semantics, but it comes from the game of work versus scorekeeping for success, which are both Charles Conrad's books. And I'm learning this indirectly through my mom as well, who is reading these books incredibly intensely right now. And uh, what's key about this is to track what 
you want in a positive sense. Uh, for example, you wouldn't track um, how many days did I get up late. That's not the best way to do things if you want to try to get up early. It's better to focus on giving yourself a tally every time you get up early and you're more likely to repeat that behavior. As well related to this, by the way, the the celebrations are fucking crucial. And I am sucking with this right now because, well, actually, I don't know because. I'm not really sure why the fuck I stopped. I, I'm really good with it and working out. And I, I'm actually watching myself even slip off a little bit there. But I've got to get remember to get excited about every fucking set again. Because I have <laughs> I used to just get, I just always do like a little fist pump or like a headbang sesh or whatever. Just get really fucking excited. I feel like I do this most of the time, but I need to do it every fucking time that a, a score is met, if you will. Um, a win is achieved because that repeats, it makes you want to repeat that behavior. And it doesn't, so the key lesson that I learned around celebration is it is a requirement to gamification. It doesn't need to be some long fucking thing. You don't need to go on a 10 day bender after you hit one sale. You can just do something as simple as a fist pump, like fuck yeah. That can be as simple as what it is for a celebration. And that locks it in much more clearly. And then you'll be chasing that fuck yeah. And you don't need to like, sabotage yourself with over partying or over celebration or anything like that because that's just ludicrous like celebrate within the means of what you earned type of thing and for me this going back to the process is usually the best form of celebration for me because I always just feel guilty when I celebrate too much because I have more to do I have more to give I have more to create I have more to deliver and uh that is taking away over partying over celebration all that jazz is taking away from me doing that and i think it's fucking dangerous oh and also so what i've fucked up on is i actually i did really well in the beginning of when i was starting to build certain habits around winning and stuff like that i did a really good job of always like fuck yeah i like get off like yes that type of thing after i would finish my power list or hit a win on the power list i mean um hit one of the items on the power list that's how i was starting to uh integrate that work habit into myself which is like giving myself that positive validation at the start and then chasing that over time but I don't even celebrate after I win um any part of the powerless these days it's fucking crazy I need to get back into the habit of doing so because it's important it's very important what challenges did I experience so here's some patterns that I experienced <laughs> and they're they appear to be challenges externally, but they're always about me because everyone else is a mirror for me. What's going on internally? I'm not exactly how sure. I'm not exactly sure how all of these connect to myself, but they're absolutely connected because I am just broadcasting out to the world, if you will, and it all comes back. Like from a law of attraction standpoint, a quantum physics standpoint, um, whatever the fuck you want to call it, it's just real as fuck. Everything internal is everything internal is just commanding out and bringing back what exactly is so lot people are really lacking self-awareness right now and i'm like okay am i lacking self-awareness like where am i what am i missing here like how is this connected so that's one and people not following through drives me fucking mental um people agreeing to things and then not following through or rationalizing why they shouldn't do something and clearly self-sabotaging themselves. Um, what else do we got here? 
almost like lash me out at certain people who feel like they're attacking my beliefs, but then they'll say something like, oh, you're attacking my beliefs. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, this is very strange. Uh, feeling like people are very like cold and harsh and condescending to me, which is rare. I rever ever, rarely ever feel like people are being condescending to me, but earlier in this week, 1000%, it was a fucking annoying as hell. Um, looking externally for validation of my beliefs, looking externally, and I talked about this earlier, looking externally for love, acceptance, validation, approval, all of these things I should be getting within, uh, irritation of people ignoring me, as well as uh, taking forever to respond. That was so funny. Like, people were just struggling to respond to me this week. Like, taking sometimes days, they would get back to me, but it was just like, what is happening right now? It wasn't, it was all very consistent. It was just, it's just crazy sometimes, man. Because <laughs> it's all just coming, it's it's not, there's no, there's no fucking accidents. It's all happening at a cause level somewhere. I'm just not exactly sure what the reason is. I noticed myself wanting what I can't have. And uh, I also noticed myself being very irritated towards people and lacking compassion and empathy. <laughs> Wow, what a fucking week this was for patterns. <laughs> so I have this friend and he uses some cool technology, but he had the audacity to tell me this week that his technology was so superior to mine and that it goes beyond the quantum and all of this stuff. And I'm like, okay, wait, first of all, describe what beyond the quantum means because I'm actually skeptical, but I would like to know, but he wouldn't explain. And then... Um, he also just proceeded to tell me everything that Sam can do and then I'm like, okay, but you just don't know and because you're not educated on the topic So like why are we making an ass out of you and me aka assuming and Man, it fucking triggered me. I was really fucking pissy. I don't like when people it, I just felt like he was trying to belittle me and then he ended up he ended up saying that I felt like, or that he felt like I was attacking his beliefs, but I was just standing up for Sam and Nim Sam because he just didn't fucking know and he was making himself look like a total fool in this situation. And uh, yeah, so that really triggered me though, but it did show me that I, I hold too much emphasis in external people's validation around my tech, not my technology, but the technology that I use and that I need to get better upon the the self-validation and the self-acceptance and really get true true knowingness because that's where that goes beyond belief that's true knowingness and i was leaving it to external um external beliefs if you will and when you plant external beliefs anytime someone disagrees with you you can be shaken but if it's internal and it's a true knowingness deep inside of you you're not going to be shaken you will be um, you will balance on the ball, so to speak, and do so with ease, actually. So anyways, it was just a fucking weird, that interaction was annoying as fuck. Um, it's also really irritating because he told me he was going to follow through with drinking some, and then he really didn't. He rationalized by saying, oh, Sam is putting words of like love or whatever on water. And I'm like, no, that's not what Sam is. That's a completely different thing. And he was just having nothing of it. He was completely self-sabotaging himself. Anyways, it was just frustrating because we had an agreement. He did not hold up his end of the agreement. 
and he was rationalizing why he was. It was complete self-sabotage. Still is. He doesn't agree with that. Fucking be my guest. It's fine. I definitely am right in this situation. <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyways, um, if you ever try to tell me though, so this is to everyone. If you try to tell me that placing words on water is Sam, I'm fucking out. Like I just have nothing. I have nothing to say. It's, it's not Sam, period, end of story. And that just frustrates the hell out of me. Related to that, very fucking triggered by people saying they're gonna do something and then not following through. I'm not perfect at this either, but I just fucking hate when people lie and then try to craft up a, just try to like sway the truth in a way that makes them right, but it's just like so not accurate still. And that was the case with that situation. And uh, yeah, it fucking triggered me. And I just wish everyone would follow through. And I clearly have more to do on this as well because it shouldn't trigger me the way it does, but it fucking irritates the hell out of me. Also, oh my God. Spiritual superiority fucking drives me mental. I'm not perfect at this, but oh my god, one of my close friends right now is going through this and it's driving me straight up mental. Um, yeah, <laughs> lots of work to be done, <laughs> to say the fucking least. Wanting to tell people the truth, but everyone being so fucking sensitive. I don't think anyone's out of this conversation. There's so few people that are actually non-sensitive these days it's so silly like everyone just is so triggered by everything it's just like come the fuck on i'm very i want to give people truth and i want to be ruthless in a sense in a in a loving way but just no one's ready to hear it they'll say they're like oh my god we want truth 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 like the world asks for truth but yet it gets triggered when truth is delivered or some transparency to show some transparency is shown and it's like fuck like what do you want do you want truth or do you not want truth pick a fucking pick a choice already where did i grow the most ah uh, being able to walk away so in my truth and lies this week i definitely was realizing i'm like fuck i feel like i need to be social justice warrior i feel like i need to fight every battle i feel like i need to prove everyone wrong and show them how why i'm right and they're wrong and it's just i don't know if it's worth it anymore so realizing a lot this week that i'm like it's okay to just walk away and i have been walking away recently which is awesome to see and it just makes so much more sense to not fight every battle it's just not worth the time the energy and uh feels nice feels nice but i'm definitely growing in that aspect and i will continue to grow there as well gamification when i hit this properly on the nose and i get this ideal system for myself i am going to take the fuck off in a great way like it'll go from zero to 100 real fucking fast because i just know that when i when i properly tap into my motivation it is scary how obsessed i get about things so i'm very excited to channel that energy and i'm looking forward to getting there because it is a scary good thing. Man, it is so in line with my wiring. It's just incredible. I love it. What am I obsessed with right now? Avengers Endgame. So I saw it on Friday and holy shit, that was incredible. And I'm just going to cover some spoilers real quick. So turn this off if you, or skip ahead like a minute or two or whatever. And uh, you can resume this. But anyways, I'm fucking just, ugh. It's so fucking sad. Like for me, the idea of Tony Stark dying, and I, before the movie, I went into the movie, I'm like, oh my God, I have this awful feeling that Tony Stark is gonna die. 
and he ended up dying. It was like such a noble way to go out. He did it for the one, if you will, and uh, 16 million or whatever. And holy fuck. It's just so fucking sad. He was my favorite character in all of the MCU. I mean, I guess these movies are supposed to have deaths like and, and all that jazz. And of course, I'm sure Robert Downey Jr. wanted to move on and that's why they killed him off. But fuck, it is so fucking sad. I really wish he would have become AI like apparently he is in the comics because I don't want, I don't want him to leave. But he's super gone and it's super fucking sad. And during that, that one scene with the funeral... I almost like, you can do like a soft cry, a silent cry if you will, but you can also have like a vocal cry. I almost like hit vocal status because I was so fucking heartbroken at that scene. It was just such an incredible movie overall. They did such a good job from like the Easter eggs, the references to earlier movies, connecting so many, um, so many untied things. Um, the comedy was great. The storylines were great. The, there were so many subplots happening at once. I love that part about these huge fucking huge films like Avengers, Infinity War, and Endgame um, with so many characters. My God. But fuck. It was incredible. What a movie. Probably the best yet. I uh, Somewhere around there. If it's not, it's got to be easily in the top three out of every movie, for me at least, in the MCU. And shit, man. It's just, it's just wow. And equally, I really don't care that much right now. It's And as funny as it sounds to just follow this up for this, but I, as much as I was obsessed with it this week, it's like the obsession is quickly fading and I'm now more focused on dominating ever after timeline, meaning I have 40 days left to really dominate and feel like I've earned ever after. And I just want to fucking crush. That in line with the gamification, I'm fucking amped. I'm fucking amped. <laughs> Cutting. I really want to get into cutting right now for the next 40 days. Again, ever after related. I want a I want to lose a few pounds off my stomach. And yeah. I feel like I want to gain more more muscle still, but like I I think this is a never-ending thing. So I think it's fine to just take a quick step back and just focus on losing fat for a bit, which is gonna be weird. I will miss eating so much food, I'm not gonna lie. Cool. Finito. I hope that episode came out really good. I think it has a lot of potential. I'm wondering how long this came out because I want to get shorter and I am, yeah, it's it's coming out like, I, I always find a way for some reason to get 45 minutes, but as I say that, I'm realizing, oh shit, that might be part of my self-image. I need to make reflections really long, which I don't, but anyways, I just like to capture as much as possible. And I also know that not everyone's gonna watch it right now, but it does hold a ton of goals for people that are going to. And yeah, anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope we brought a ton of value to you. Hope we brought some sort of nuggets and things you can apply in your own life. And I appreciate you watching and listening so much. If you liked it enough, please share with a friend. Um, please like, comment, subscribe, follow, rate on iTunes. Wherever the engagement is, where, whatever the the specific engagement is for whatever platform you're watching on or listening on, please do that if you felt it earned it. Anyways, I appreciate you watching and listening, as I already said. Anyways, as always, my name is Josh Moxie, and I will catch you later.